right, let's go out to the Mobile One Hotline. And in tonight for our man Tony Lombardi is good friend of this show, Brian Bauer from RussellStreetReport.com. And this, this show, Tony's Russell Street Report, is brought to you by Rainex Wiper Blades. They outperform the competition and the elements. So always ask for Rain-X wiper blades. How you doing, Brian? Good, Coach. How are you tonight? Well, I'm hanging in here, you know, in spite of the season. Well, okay. you know, what are we going to do, right? We just got to ride with them. Yeah, you know, John Harbaugh always said, you know, you got to, if you're going through hell, you got to keep on going. Going, that's right. Exactly what this season's been for the Raiders. Yeah, it certainly has been. Now, anything out of uh, uh, Harbaugh's uh, uh, press conference this afternoon? Yeah, quite a bit, actually, Kurt. Yeah. He addressed everything from the uh, Nick Boyle suspension to, uh, you know, Matt Schaub being ready, being able to play on Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks. So, you know, there was a lot going on out there today, that's for sure. All right, does, uh, you know, we all know, and, you know, basically there's nothing we can really find out about why uh, Nick is uh, suspended other than it was a, a substance that the NFL does not approve of. Uh, wh- what do you say about Schaub? Uh, you know, the concern, the concussion concerns yesterday, he kind of, uh, um, you know, went over that again, you know, said he did pass the concussion protocol. The league said today that he that, you know, the Ravens met all the requirements for that as well and did nothing wrong. Uh, Schaub underwent more evaluation today, passed all his tests as well. But the concerning thing right now for the Ravens and Matt Schaub is his shoulder That's what and I his was knee. Saying. So, um, you know, Schaub may miss some time this week to practice, John said. And, um, you know, um, Jimmy Clausen's going to get some more reps. Um, but Harbaugh is assuring pretty much that... Uh, you know, Matt Matt will be ready to play on Sunday, um, but you know just in case he wants to have Jimmy Clausen ready and able to go, so it looks like he'll be getting a lot of reps with the first team offense uh, throughout the week. Which is, which is not necessarily a bad thing. No, I mean you He's know only... it goes, right. It goes back to the whole Matt Schaub thing. You know everybody knew what we were getting. Obviously, it didn't work out the way the Ravens had wanted it to. You know nobody planned on Joe even going out this year. Mm-hmm let alone all his weapons. So, you know, they thought, you know, Schaub was a plug-and-play with this style of offense, familiar with Gary Kubiak's system from the years in Houston. And obviously, you know, I thought, you know, I think they they were assured that, you know, Schaub could get the job done, you know, kind of manage the game. And obviously it hasn't turned out that way as his interceptions are definitely, uh, you know, haven't improved at all. But, you know, and it's not all on Matt Schaub yesterday, yeah. as we all saw. You know, he was under constant pressure all day long. Um, you know, the, the only two offensive linemen that actually did any sort of thing in pass pro was Marshall Yonda and Kalechi Assembly yesterday. Everywhere else, you know, there was pressure, which, you know, James Hurst, he is what he is as well. And, you know, you can blame the pressure on, you know, I blame certainly blame the pressure on the pick six, that's for sure. Um yeah, you know, so you know it is what it is at this point in the season. Um, but you know, as John said today, that you know there was nothing on tape that they saw yesterday that showed anything different today, and now they're on the Seattle. Well, now you're down all three tight ends. You're down. You're down. Mm. Well, Crockett Gilmore. Uh, did they give a status on his back? No, John didn't provide any status at all, um, other than the fact that both of them apparently said to him that they're going to be certain they'll play Max Williams. 
Um, you know, personally told John Harbaugh that he was going to play, but the Ravens did acknowledge that they're going to bring in some tight ends this week. And you know, I did see that out. they they brought in um, just saw a few minutes ago. They brought in a col- uh, Harold Spears visited the Ravens. Spent a brief time with the Seahawks this season, um, and I saw they released from IR Zach Thompson. Not 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 anything. Uh, not any big moves, uh, you know. There. Um, uh, what I, I mean, we were talking about this earlier with Shaw, and and I I just I think he's taken an undue amount of criti- criticism. Yeah, he's thrown pick six in both games, threw two interceptions that were responsible for the four what should have been 13 points, but turned out right. to be 15 points because of the double offsides on the on the extra point. But when you look at what Schaub had taken away from him, a touchdown pass for a ridiculous penalty, that, that a phantom penalty that wasn't there, the fourth down spot where he did get the first down inside the two or three yard line, I mean, those are huge calls that are, that are game changers that... The Ravens could have been up ten to fourteen to nothing instead of zero to zero with a minute fifty to go in in the first half. So, I I, I think certainly he's responsible for the two interceptions that deflected up in the air and caught. But I, I think when you're playing against two other teams on the field at the same time, it it makes it almost impossible to overcome those odds. And, and uh. when you're as yeah. a second, as a second string quarterback playing without Steve Smith, and mm-hmm. uh, you know Joe wasn't lighting it up. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's not like we were a seven in uh, or or a six and two team when Joe went out. I mean, f- I mean, face you know reality, we were a losing team when Joe got hurt, and we're one in one on, in the Matt Schaub era. So. And it's his own era. It's an era now. Yeah, era now. Yeah. Yeah. Play two games. It's an era. It's the era. Just like yeah. it's the Terrence Terrence West uh, Buck Allen era. Yeah. It started too. Okay. Right. And Miles, just to add on to that too, you know, um, yeah, I totally agree with everything you just said. Um, if Joe Flacco couldn't make it work with this cast, you know, I don't understand how people expect Matt Schaub to. And not to mention the things that you know that went against him yesterday is. Let's not forget that key third down where Terrence West rushed for the first down. What was called, um, James Hurst was called for the penalty that negated it, too. Right. So, you know, those were all different things that kind of played into the factor of all this and ultimately kept points off the board because, you know, following that play, um, he he was sacked for the loss and which, you know, Justin Tucker missed that long field goal attempt. Do you know if this is true? Paul Mittemeyer put this up on Facebook today. The Raven... Or there has not been a holding call on a on a opposing defense on our for you know on off our offensive line. Um, is that right? Our offensive line. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, it was I something I know that. that we have. There's not yeah. been a holding penalty against. Oh yeah, there's not been a holding penalty against. Any uh, any defense that we've played has not held one of our players. We've gone the entire the, only, the happened, entire season. It happened yeah. once in Oakland, and the and Oakland dec- and the, well, and we declined. You, the there is a caveat to it as well. Just is that we don't run a lot of screens. We don't send our offensive linemen downfield as much. 
Therefore, and but, we don't pull as but much. You tell me one, the opportunities there aren't as you many. You tell me one receiver hasn't been held, one, one. Well, it depends on how they call it, right? Did it go to, as a yeah, pass well, interference? Yeah, we're not going our pass way. Interference as opposed to what was the last call? time we had a pass interference on right. one of our, for one of our receivers? Have you right, seen but, our receivers? They probably didn't get anywhere. Right, but, but you know, on a, on a positive front here, John Even Harbaugh still, did. Uh, I mean, there's some skill to drawing uh, a, a pass interference call, and ours don't have that skill. Right. One go ahead, Brian. Penalty in fourteen in twelve games, I would assume you the would holding get penalty one. is probably the le- lesser of the is least called anyway. But go ahead, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, John Harbaugh just uh, alluded to the fact that you know he, he's been impressed with the Ravens' defense since uh, their bye week. Who, uh, by the way, you know total improvement was impressed with their discipline and their tackling as well. Um, yeah, they still give up a few big plays here and there. Um, but, you know, food for thought here is the Ravens have allowed the NFL's fewest pass yards and the second fewest total yards since since their bye week. So, you know, I mean, it's something to build upon. Obviously, it's not pretty, you know, it's not going to make too much of a difference. Um, you know, the remaining games, they're going to have a definite tough test over the next few weeks, that's for sure. Um, you know, so, you know, the little things, you know, baby steps for, for D&D's defense has been taking a beating this year. Yeah, the defense has actually stepped it up over the last three, four weeks. Uh, and, and I tell you, you know, like we said, Brandon Williams is he's playing uh-huh. lights out. But how about uh, Timmy Jurgen yesterday? What kind of speed does he have for a big man? I mean, what did he catch that guy ten, ten, ten yards downfield? That yeah. that one tackle he made. Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah, it had to be ten yards or nine yards downfield. I mean, you know, he traveled a long way across right. the field. Right, and and that's exactly why we haven't seen uh, Carl Davis active over the past two weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, DMP spoke earlier this week about, um, you know, when asked about Carl Davis and why he hasn't been active, and it basically comes down to a numbers game and a performance game. Um, you know, Timmy Jernigan has been lights out the past uh, two weeks, three weeks. Uh, you know, he didn't take an opposing quarterback out this week, though. No. And, 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 and like you said, yeah. Um, Brandon Williams has just been, you know, such a bright spot in such a bad year. And, you know, he needs to get more recognition for what he's provided that Ravens defensive front. You know who else needs more recognition? Sam Cook. Yes, oh, definitely. Absolutely. absolutely. He's he is kicking the behinis out of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a 67-yarder, that low-line drive yesterday. Look at his com- competition and how they have not. Just yesterday, the punter yesterday. Oh, yeah, well, my Miami's punter, yeah. I mean, he shanked a couple, yeah. but, but Cooks, I mean. Oh, just, and how about, you know, we didn't even talk about that call. How about where the ball went, went out, out of bounds, bounds and, and and they gave it to him, uh, what was it, four yard, four seven, yard, seven yards, yards difference. Yeah. yeah, they spotted it where the guy caught the ball out of bounds instead of where it actually yeah, that, crossed right. over. Yeah. Yeah, the, the officiating has just been putrid around the league the, the entire year, and it's just, you know, it, it, it reared its ugly head, especially in the Daniel Brown call um, yesterday where, you know, when John Harbaugh, you know, he, he's not really one to shy or to criticize the rest too much, but, you know, following that game yesterday, he was pretty he was pretty. Well, I tell you, he's been ball. more vocal about referees this year than he's mm-hmm. ever been. Of course, he's had, you know, the case to, but, uh, right. uh, you know, he hasn't held back. He's letting, he's, you know. 
They'll get that. They'll get that uh, Federal Express letter in the mail. No question about that for those comments. Well, yesterday. he could. Well, you know what he said. The guy was a rookie. I mean, no, he said he missed, you can't. You can't criticize if you. you I yeah, mean, you're not supposed he's to criticize get a, him. When you think he's so? Gonna, he's going to get a letter in the mail. Now, you, you mentioned Daniel Brown, and and the you know we've all. We've all seen the play. We all know it was a, a phantom. It was a joke. Now, Daniel Brown made another catch during the game across, kind of across the middle, and with authority sort of took the ball away from the defender. Um, is Daniel Brown, uh, I mean, I know he's not a speedster, but is he a guy that we might see a little bit more of these next four games? Yeah, I would expect so. Um, you know, just, just giving, he's not a speed guy. He's not going to blow you away or anything like that, but... Yeah, I think it is a guy that that, that definitely deserves some more targets. Um, you know, he, during the preseason, he was one of their leading, one of the Ravens' leading receivers. Uh, you know, I, and quite frankly, you know, given the way Kamar Aiken has stepped up and, and Chris Gibbons and even Jeremy Butler, um, you know, I definitely think for sure that Daniel Brown will definitely see a lot, a lot more reps. Uh, you know, I think Marlon Brown, he's still suffering from that back injury. I doubt we'd see him the rest of the year in all honesty. And I think Daniel Brown will kind of slide into that role. Now, um, uh, Buck Allen and, and Terrence West, that combination seems to uh, be doing really, uh, uh, almost making for the four set injury, um, Almost an invisible thing. I mean, they've come in. Buck has done a, a really good job. Uh, West has come in, done a, a really good job backing him up. I, I know we'll definitely see them the rest of the year as the hopefully the, the twosome. How do you think that plays in the next year when Forsett's healthy and back? Are we looking at a three-headed monster again, or uh you think there'll be some sort of changes? Yeah, I, you know, honestly, Miles, I think there'll definitely be some sort of changes. Um, you know, given the way the Ravens' salary cap is and what it's what the cap's projected to be next year, um, you know, I think the next the net the, the reigning games in the season will definitely be a trial um, thing to see what they have exactly going up against some pretty good defenses. And if and if Buck Allen has has some success as does Terrence West, you know, truly in my mind, um, it, it does make Justin Forsett expendable. Um, yeah. yeah, but he just didn't he just sign a contract this yeah, year? And, right? and it, wasn't yeah, that, and it wasn't that big though. But what, right, it was base salary of three million. Um, you know, and, and if they do release him next year, it's only one point four in dead money, two point three million in cap savings. So you know, it'll definitely be something interesting to keep an eye on. When, you know, starting one of the storylines of the off season, particularly if if, if Terrence and, and Buck can kind of get things going and not much of a drop off here. Yeah, I would think um, the next four weeks will be a nice test for those those two guys combined for 100, 120, 130 yards on the ground and you know, buck catches, six, eight passes out of the backfield. Cause, like I keep hearing people talking about, well, the, the, the attack is so unbalanced. We're throwing the ball so much more than we're, than we're running the ball. But so many of these passes are just glorified handoffs. You know, they're not, they're not vertical. It's not a part of this big vertical game. They're just little short passes to get the ball into the run. You know, it's right. almost, almost a lateral, but it happens to go down as a pass. So to me, when you looked at Buck Allen had the ball so many times yesterday, so many of those were just little flares to him, and, and the one turned into a 41-yard touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. And the way that Buck just fits into this system, he's sort of like, you know, a mini Justin Forsett in all honesty. Yeah. Um, you know, great hands out of the backfield, and, and he really is a solid fit in this offense. And, you know, Terrence West is that straight downhill runner. 
obviously he's had his issues in every place he's been. So hopefully, he, you know, the Ravens. He's I think I think now, uh, so. they're, they'll take a strong look at Talaferro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he can stay healthy. If he can, right. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too, is, you know, is this injury going to you know, affect affect anything with him? Is, is the injury to Justin Forsett going to, you know, put years on him, so to speak? Um, you know, it's definitely going to be a fun thing to watch for sure over the next few weeks and even all summer long, um, you know, because those guys could definitely be coached during first touch. So, you know, it, it, could be a lot of competition at the position next year. All right, Brian. Well, you know how it is in this business. We're <laughs> up against a break. We always enjoy talking to you. So uh, have a great week, my friend. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. That was Brian Bauer in for Tony Lombardi from RussellStreetReport.com, brought to you by Rain-X Wipers that outperformed the competition and the weather. <laughs> 